Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fit and Lit podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Koenig, and today we have a book chat. So on the podcast, we have our full-length podcast episodes where I talk about everything fitness and literature, and then we have our coach hat episodes where I give you a little bit of tough love, talk about maybe some hot takes in the fitness realm, or give you a little bit of motivation, and then we have our book chat um, videos or I'm sorry, podcasts. If you're on YouTube, yeah, it's a video, which by the way, you can look at all of these podcasts on YouTube. Um, if you want to see my, my beautiful face, (laughs) um, but a book chat, all we're going to be talking about is bookish things. Um, and today we're going to be talking about bookish lingo or adjectives that I personally use a lot, or that you might see in the bookish world. So book podcasts, Instagrams, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. These are things that you might see often. I'm only going to be going over the ones that like I talk about often um, because if you're here, you're you know going to hear the ones that I use most often. Now, this is a pretty long list. I'm going to try to go through them as quickly as possible, as precise, precise, I'm just going to try to go through them quick. Okay. Now, um, you can always refer back to this episode, uh, tag it, do whatever. If you're like, what the heck? And of course you can always Google it, but there are some that, you know, maybe you might not have known before, or you're like, oh, this whole time when she was saying TBR, I had no idea what she was even talking about. And so here we go. I'm going to clear some things up for you. So the first one that we have is TBR. That stands for to be read. This is an ongoing joke with book people um, that their TBR will last them until they die, which just means that they have enough books on their to be read list, books that they want to read um, that will last them for eternity. (laughs) I am one of those people. I have a huge TBR, just so many books and so little time. Next up, we have DNF. This stands for did not finish. Now, I am somebody who I never wanted to DNF a book. I never wanted to, like, I needed to get to the end. If I started it, I needed to finish it. And lately I'm like, nope. If you listened to the last podcast, you know that I DNF'd two books just last week because I just was like, no, I'm not enjoying this. And if you're not enjoying something, just DNF it, move on, pick up something you read, you want to read. Okay. And we'll get to what not the anything a book will lead to further down this list. Next up, we have POV. I feel like this is just general across the board, but this is point of view. Now this is for first person books. So books where it's like, I was walking into a forest and I saw a tree. You're seeing that person's point of view. You're in their head. You're seeing what they're seeing. You're hearing their thoughts. You are going along this journey with them. Then you have like third person where you're not getting a POV. So third person would be like, Bridget walked into the forest and she saw a tree. That's not POV. So POV would be like, I walked into a forest. Um, You can get male perspective on this, female perspective on this, each character's perspective on the story. So POV. Dual POV means you get two different types of points of view. Usually this is like 
a man and a woman or two people going through the same situation. Um, anyway, it means point of view. Sorry, I said I was going to go through this quick. Next up, we have, <clears throat> excuse me, we have, I want to make sure this makes sense. I want to go in order. Okay, we have MC, which starts for, stands for <laughs> main character. Now, this can go further as far as saying MMC for male main character or FMC for female main character. This can go for any book, any book where there's like a main person that you're following. They are your MC. Uh, then we have, this is for mostly romance, romance, romance books, but you'll see like an M slash F. That just means it's a male female relationship. Sometimes you'll see MM or FF, or if you'll like, if it gets real crazy, you'll see FMM or MMF or FFF or MMM. You spicy people know what I'm talking about, um, which we'll get to what spice means in just a second. Uh, going off of FF um, relationships and books, you might hear the word sapphic. Sapphic just means that it is a woman-woman relationship within that book. Next up, we have twist. Twist just means like something comes out of nowhere, part of the story that you were not expecting. This is really popular in uh, actually every book should kind of have one twist, but specifically in like horror thriller novels where it's like, whoa, this whole time they were brother and sister and I thought they were you know, a married couple, whoa, that twist came out of nowhere. Or like, whoa, he really has a body in his basement this whole time. I thought it was a root cellar or, you know what I mean? Like when something major happens in the story that changes your perspective on the rest, like everything that you just read and, you know, propels the story forward. So that is a twist. Uh, next we have ARC, A-R-C, which just stands for advanced readers copy. This just means that the book is out before it's released but it's usually given to somebody to review it um for like editing purposes or for social media like promotion marketing uh an advanced reader's copy or arc then you have ya or na ya stands for young adult uh which is usually like 16 plus and then you have new adult, which is usually like 20 plus. So on the younger side, not so mature. These books are usually easier to read um, and don't require as much deep thinking because they're made for a younger audience. and don't really like cover mature topics. Um, then we have the, the term physical copy. And that just means that you actually have like a book that you can hold uh, with Kindle readers. This is like something that like if you have a physical copy of a book, that means like you really like that book, <clears throat> which brings me to KU. If you see KU, it just means Kindle Unlimited. So Kindle Unlimited is basically like Netflix, but for books on Kindle. So you pay, <clears throat> I think it's like 10 or $11 a month and you can read as many books as you want of books that are available currently available on Kindle Unlimited. So you can have up to, I think it's like 15 books in your library at one time, but you have unlimited reads on your Kindle like throughout the month. So you can read like a hundred books in a month, but you can only have 15 in your 
like in your library at one time. So if you finish one, you just return it and then you can replace it with another one if you're at your 15 book max. I think it's 15. Is it 10 or 15? I don't know. But I always do this. I'll add, 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 add. And then I'm like, oh, I want to read another one. And it's like, you need to remove one of your books, like basically like to trade it. I do that all the time. And then I'm like, okay, I've had this book on my TBR. Now you know what that means. I've had this book on my TBR for a long time and I haven't even thought twice about it. So out you go. Um, then we have TW or trigger warning. This is just um, sometimes a disclaimer that bookish people will put um, before reading a book that has heavy topics. This is really popular with um, horror, thriller, and dark romance. Of course, lots of other, you know, like literary fiction will have trigger warnings, um, but it's really most common in horror, thriller, and dark romance. Not just, you know, topics that can, you know, cause others harm. Um, or you might, you know, I'm not going to go through, through all of them, but I think, you know, trigger warning, TW. Next up, we have the term buddy read. This just means that you are reading with a buddy. So you both have the same book. You both, this is usually between like two people. So it's not quite a book club because it's only two people, but it's just a buddy read. So, oh, you want to read this one? Okay, I'll read it with you. And then you have somebody to talk about it. Buddy read. Next up, we have spoiler, the term spoiler. This just means like if you haven't read the book and you plan on reading it, that we might talk about some twists uh, that happen within the book or like major plot things, plot scenarios that happen later on in the book that might change the way that you read the book if you already know about it. Next up, we have the term binge read. This just means like a book that you cannot put down. Just like when you binge watch a show where you just like have to go through every episode and you watch eight hours of a show in one day. Same thing with binge read. So you pick up a book and you can't put it down and you just binge the whole thing in a setting, in a sitting in two days in a weekend, whatever. You binge read it. Next up, we have mood read. So some people, I'm a mood reader for sure. So some people like to have like a TBR. Like I picked up this book, so I'm going to read this one first. Then I'm going to read this one. And then I'm going to read this one, regardless of how they're feeling, regardless of what's happening in the world. For me, I I really like to look, okay, what seasons are coming up? What major holidays are coming up? Um, am I feeling sad and depressed? Am I feeling lovey-dovey? Am I feeling like I just need a horror, a thriller? Like I just want to cozy up on the couch and read something spooky? Or do I want like something cozy that I can just, you know, mindlessly wander in a fantastical world um so uh there's two there's different readers and a mood read is just meaning you read what you're in the mood for and you're not really particularly following a list next up we have book hangover and this is why I have to dnf books if I read a book that I am not really quite enjoying and I don't dnf it so I finish it I can enter a book hang or um I'm sorry. Did I say book hangover? I'm talking about a book slump right now. <laughs> I'm talking about book slump. So after you read a book that you don't really like, you can enter a book a reading slump, which just means like after that, like you're just like nothing really interests you. You're not excited to pick up something, and you're just kind of like you might pick up something, read a few pages, and be like, nah, nah. 
Nah, kind of like you've lost your momentum. Um, so this is why DNFing is really important to me because I can really easily get pushed into a reading slump. Okay, now I'm going to be talking about book hangover. Book hangover means that you just read a book so good, had so many twists. Maybe um, you binged read it, binge read it, binge, binge read, you binged it. <laughs> and now you're just like, I like, what am I, what am I supposed to do now? Books that have put me in a book hangover are Verity by Colleen Hoover, The Housemaid's Secret by Frieda McFadden. Oh my God. It's Frieda McFadden, right? Um, Lucinda Berry's The Perfect Child, The Fourth Wing, and probably this book that I'm reading right now, The Gracier. Um, Because when these are over, I'm like, I, what am I going to read now? Like nothing's going to top that. <laughs> so that is what a book hangover is. Okay. Getting into spice. What is spice? So spice is made for adults. You will not find spice in YA or NA books. You might find like a little teeny tiny bit um, of like kissing, but spice means sexy time. How much description how many scenes within a book um some people do like a spice level you'll see like one chili pepper or two chili peppers or five chili peppers five chili peppers means like basically the whole book is smut smut is like the book version of pornography um so if you um see a five chili pepper rating or a spice level five that means that there's very little plot and that the whole book has some very shocking some very descriptive um uh scenes in the book um spice level one would be something like I would even say like Verity uh, no I'm referring to Verity because like I know so many people have read it is probably I can't remember. It's been a while, maybe like a one or a two. Um, because if you read spicy romances, it gets, it gets hot. It gets very, very spicy, very, very quickly. Um, and then you have the opposite of spice, which is closed door or fade to black, which just means like, if you're reading a book and it's a romance and then like the scene is like, Oh, and then he removed my shirt and then I had the sweetest lovemaking of my life. And then that's the end. And then it starts a new chapter where they wake up in the morning. That's closed door or fade to black. Where basically like it's insinuating that the spicy stuff happened, but um, it doesn't describe anything. So a good example of this is One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, there's lots of scenes where they talk about it, but they never actually go into details um then we have staying on the uh romance um train romance section I guess you have different tropes so I mean there's different tropes in all books where there's different tropes in horror and thrillers and like there's but I'm gonna go over the um I'll just go over thrillers first so there's quite a few different ones there is um like the whole 
like domestic thriller where it's happening like within a suburb um someone's house between man and wife or like somebody close like within a neighborhood um there is a kidnapping trope there is there's a whole bunch I think you get the idea what a trope is um I feel like thriller and horror they're very um straightforward which is why I'm not really going to go over too many of them um but romance is kind of like it's like a whole secret code um so a few different ones um that I hear a lot or if I read a romance these are the ones that I kind of gravitate towards so we have insta love which just means like their love is very instant. They, um, as soon as they meet each other, they go on their first date. They're like instantly fall in love. The love is very quick. This is the opposite of a slow burn. So a slow burn is the relationship slowly starts to come into fruition, I guess, um, like throughout the book and they might not fall in love until like the last third or last quarter of the book. Um, I like insta love. I'm like, all right, just let's get it over with. <laughs> Um, and then you have second chance, which is basically like when two people used to love each other and then, um, something splits them apart and then they meet again and they get to start their, their love all over again. So that's second chance. Then you have grumpy sunshine. This is usually, uh, the man is grumpy and the woman is very like sunshine and flowers. Um, think about like, I can't even like think of, a. So in the Dreamland Billionaire series, the first book, um, that is a grumpy sunshine. He's grumpy CEO and she's like this young, like doesn't care, like wears silly clothes and they end up getting together. Then you have a love triangle where there's like one person and then there's multiple love interests and well, two, two love interests because it makes like a triangle and there has to be like a choose then you have why choose <laughs> why choose like if I have two people who are interested in me why do I have to choose I'm just gonna choose both <laughs> um then we have small town which just basically means like like think Elsie Silver's um books about the Montana um cowboys where it's like a very small town um <laughs> and you just you know think like stars hollow small town romance um not a big city and then you have found family found family just means that like it's a group of friends or people who have like been around each other this is like really pop or yeah like really popular within like any sports romance where like the sports team like they all know each other super well think of shows like how i met your mother where they're not really family but their friendship circle is so close or friends um where they're like you know or boy meets world where they're basically family they're found family they're friends who are basically this is really popular in um interconnected standalones so interconnected standalones means that there's books that are written by the same author usually and they follow the same group of characters, but you can read any book within the series by itself without it compromising the story that you're reading. So it's not a continuation of a series. Um, like for example, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, if you pick up the fourth book, you're gonna be so confused. You have to read them in order. Um, interconnect interconnected standalones are something like Amelia's books. Um, the catch which just came out 
uh, on Valentine's Day, which I'm going to read this weekend, um, X's and O's and um, Set on You. You can read any of those books in any order and it doesn't matter, but they do have repeat characters that show up within the book. Um, then we have Golden Retriever or Black Cat. So Golden Retriever is basically like the opposite of a grumpy sunshine. So Golden Retriever refers to a man who is just like, like think like Golden Retriever energy, like, woohoo, like I'm down for anything. So happy. Like, let's go like very positive all the time. Black Cat is basically like the equivalent of the grumpy in the grumpy sunshine, but as a woman. So very, you know, think of like a Capricorn or a Taurus, <laughs> very, or a, even a Sagittarius. Or no, not a Sagittarius, a Scorpio. Like very like um dark. Think of like a black cat. I mean, that's all I can really say, right? <laughs> so those are like some tropes that um are very popular that I might talk about if I read a romance book. Um, and those are kind of the ones that I gravitate towards. Then you have Goodreads. Goodreads is it's supposed to be like a social media thing for books, but I don't use it for social media at all. Like I, I follow like two authors on there um, and then like a handful of friends, but I don't use it for that. So Goodreads, it's, it's a free app. You just download it and you can look up basically any book. You can read reviews on the book. You can see um, different ratings that people put which Goodreads, you'll see like when people rate books, it's usually out of five stars because um, that's just the Goodread, Goodread ratings system. It's out of five stars. So three or two and a half would be like your mid book, um, but it is just one, two, three or four. So you can't rate it like a 3.25 or something like that. It has to be like an even three, I guess. Um, but you can look and see like any book that's over a four star, you can pretty much guess that it's going to be a good, good book. You can also set reading goals on Goodreads. So like every year you can say like, okay, this year I want to read 60 books or whatever. And it'll tell you like, you know, in January, if you read four books, it'll tell you like you are uh, two books behind schedule or whatever, or you are two books ahead of schedule. And you can kind of like go off of there. You can create different bookshelves is what they call them, where you can take books that you want to read. So your TBR and you can see them, see the covers, read their synopsis, read the ratings, learn about how long the book is. Is it available on audio where you can buy it? Um, learn about the author. Did I say that already? But you can really use Goodreads to your advantage. Um and just keep track of the books that you are reading, um, which I really find helpful and use a lot. So if there are any, um, I know there's so many, like there's so many different terms and lingo and uh, acronyms, but if there's something that you use frequently that maybe I forgot to mention, let me know in the comments and, or let me know like what's your favorite trope. Any genre is fine. Um, but yeah, let me know. I would love to hear what you like. So make sure to do all the things, you know, like, subscribe, make sure to follow, make sure to leave reviews and things because it really, really, really helps me out. Share with your friend who might not know some of these acronyms and I will see you guys next time. I hope you have a fantastic Sunday.